Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Obviously, uh, COVID-19 has impacted a lot. We talked earlier on uh, in regard to uh, the facility that was set up uh, by Good Shepherd in the First Ontario uh, Centre in order to help alleviate some of the pressures and just give people some space. Uh, let's bring in Alan Whittle of Good Shepherd uh, and talk about the COVID-19 impact that it has had on uh, of course, Good Shepherd and a lot of these uh, facilities in and around the city, the province and across the country. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you're doing well. Good afternoon, Scott. Yes, I'm I'm doing just fine. Thank you. And I hope so, so for you. Yeah, we're all trying to get by as best we can here, Alan. Tell us about life at Good Shepherd. What's it been like over this pandemic? Well, you know what? It's... Um it's it's been a challenge uh i mean we're seeing you know across the organization on a typical day somewhere between 3800 and 4000 you know individuals that uh, we're supporting in one fashion or another so um all of our staff uh are working really hard to do that and you know when we talk about the front lines uh um you know that's where our staff are in terms of dealing directly with the community uh, and we, uh, we were talking earlier last week about the addition of First Ontario Centre. How has that helped? Uh, and again, presented more challenges for you. Sure. I mean, what we're what we're seeing now is, uh, you know, as that uh, new facility has come into play, we're, we're now uh, fully occupied there. Uh, last night there were uh, seventy four uh, beds available, and they were all occupied. Um, we're in sort of a bit of a holding pattern at that facility at the moment as uh, some additional uh, folks are channeled into hotel rooms, but we have another 75 uh, beds that we can put up and uh, expand the program at First Ontario if needed. All right, so how has this affected Good Shepherd as far as cases and, and, and that sort of thing? How are you holding up? You know, we're, we're doing okay. I mean, we've had some staff who've uh, tested positive, um, uh, primarily through, again, community contact, not so much, uh, as far as we know, of course, we never know these things completely, but uh, not from any of our client interactions, but from other interactions in the community. So that's, that's put a bit of a strain on things, you know, because uh, of the nature of the illness, you know, people sometimes have to uh, stay away uh, from work in order to, to be, be tested and then make sure that they're, uh, they're negative, uh, that kind of thing. So and we've had a very aggressive uh, testing program uh, uh, where appropriate. And with, with a staff member uh, 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 coming down with this, testing positive, what, what does that mean for the rest of this, the staff? What does that mean for Good Shepherd Center? How does that change protocols? Sure. What what we do is in that particular situation, if um, is we will test all the staff in that program. Uh, we will especially uh, start with anybody that may have been in close contact with the individual, um, and if the individual has been actually at work uh, in any recent recent time period, we will then proceed with disinfecting uh, the workplace, that kind of thing, and as well. Uh, Actually, the first priority is our clients, and so um, they get tested uh, if there's been any chance that they've uh, encountered the individual who tested positive. So, you know, we've we've done that in a number of situations, and we've also been working with uh, the uh, the shelter health network team, uh, who've been proactively out uh, testing. For example, all those at First Ontario, uh, all of our uh, guests there uh, have been tested uh, uh, just to make sure. Wow, that's you know when you think about the amount of 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 people that go through the Good Shepherd, it must be incredibly difficult to manage. 
It, it, you know what, this is uh, straining us uh, in in so many ways. But you know, thankfully, you know, we're a large enough organization that we have the infrastructure that we're able to to make this work. That we're able to sort of take those, you know, risks when so when you know the when the city asks us to, you know, can you step up and do something? You know, we're able to do that, and uh, hopefully that's of benefit to the larger community as well. Uh, you were talking about First Ontario and, and, and I believe it was 50 initial beds that were set up there uh, and room for more. What is the chance that would, that will have to be expanded at that facility? Well, we already have bumped it up to 74 and, and so they're fully occupied now. Um, and we have an additional 75 beds uh, in the waiting should we need them. And, and um, you know, I think that's probably uh, a little bit of ways because we're, we also have working with with mission services who are um, taking some additional folks and putting them in hotel spaces. And so that's where the the next group of people are going. So uh, that will probably be the next uh, 20-odd folks will probably go into a hotel. What does Good Shepherd and facilities like yours, what what do they need from us? What can we do to help at this time? Well, clearly, um, you know, Reduce the, the the chance of transmission of uh, COVID nineteen is uh, uh, obviously very high on the list for for everyone who works on the front lines, um, and, and clearly this is a time when certain kinds of donations uh, we're not getting. So you know, Easter was a traditional time for us to do major uh, food drive to take us through uh, into summer. Clearly, that didn't happen because schools were closed, churches were closed. Uh, so now we're relying upon. Uh, Cash donations to go out and, and purchase the food that we're uh, that we need across the organization. Because in addition to those that uh, come to our food bank for food, we're also still providing you know meals to people who have no cooking facilities, uh, who come to our men's center to uh, to get a bagged lunch at this point. Um, but then we also still provide food for uh, uh, all the folks who are uh, in our emergency shelters and, and other programs. So it's it's an ongoing challenge to to create that and, and to get all the resources we need. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. We've certainly heard uh, the same concerns from many organizations similar to yours, including uh, food banks. So is the best thing to make a cash donation? Is that, uh, I guess now, considering these times of, of self-distancing and such, a uh, physical drop-off sort of thing, is, is that is that still being accepted or is cash the best way to go here? I mean, clearly we are accepting, you know, physical uh, drop-offs, but, um, you know, at this point, I think, given the circumstances, you know, cash donations is really the best way to go uh, for whomever you want to support in the community. Because um, clearly, you know, we're able to often negotiate a far better price than what somebody can get, you know, through their local grocery store, uh, perhaps from the same grocery store that uh, they're prepared to give us a better price. So, um, you know, the dollar goes much further um, working with us. So, Alan, how are the how are the people doing that not only run these places but are also using these facilities? How are they coping with all of this? Because you know it's a change in their life as as much as it is everybody else's. Yeah, and and you know, and I think like everybody else in the community, they're sort of feeling you know a little ground down uh, by this whole process, and and I think. Uh, added to that is the you know the daily challenge of of going in uh, to a place that uh, you know you're somewhat fearful of uh, at this point, uh, and you got that 
you know, additional challenge uh, layered on top of everything else that might be going on in the community and concern that you're going to take that home to loved ones uh, uh, or even potentially uh, infect uh, someone inadvertently that uh, you're trying to assist. So you've got all that on top of it. And, and I think that's really taking a mental toll on, on folks at this point. And uh, we're trying to keep spirits buoyed, but I suspect at the end of this, uh, there will be a, a very large sigh of relief, uh, whatever that end is. Um, how do people? How are people responding to these changes uh, that they're going to have to go through? Uh, are, are, is everybody understanding and and participating in social distancing as much as they can? I mean, uh, you know, here, here's a community where you know these people are alone as it is, and, and now we're telling them to to, to self distance and self isolate even more. I mean, I, I can just think of the mental anguish involved there. Yeah, and, and, and clearly that is a challenge. But you know what? It, it, it truly is amazing um, how well people understand this, that, you know what, it, this is not a time uh, to, you know, be hanging out in groups and, and having a party or whatever. I mean, yes, there are exceptions, but they truly are the exceptions. And um, it's and, and, and in terms of our staff, I mean, um, you know, they've really stepped up. Uh, this is, you know, an opportunity for, for so many people to, you know, say that, you know, I can't do this. And most of our staff are, are showing up and they're giving their best effort. Uh, what about response from the public? I mean, you know, Good Shepherd, all of these great organizations, it's a challenge 12 months of the year for them to do the things that, that you say that you, your programs, fulfill your programs and, and all the different things that you do over the course uh, of a year. And it's always, uh, you know, a difficult challenge to, to meet those demands uh, financially and such. Um, has the response, has the, the feeling towards your sorts of organizations changed during times like this? We remember how divisive we were prior to COVID-19. Is this uniting us? You know, I, I think there is an element of that. Uh, I know clearly we've um, uh, seen a, a tremendous response from, uh, from folks and, you know, people are, are giving what they can. Um, and, and I think that will carry on. I think the challenge will be ultimately as we sort of start to come out of this is, you know, all those, uh, you know, folks who uh, have had diminished incomes over the last little while uh, will continue to need assistance and, and uh, many other people won't have the resources to, to give more. So I think that will be a challenge going forward as part of this. Uh, but I think at the moment, um, this has united us in, in, in a very concrete way. Uh, do you think it'll continue once this is all over? You know, I, I think um, it, it will uh, in in some ways because I, I think uh, what's happened, you know, as a result of this is uh, put a, a spotlight on those other parts of, of, you know, the kinds of work that get done in the community, whether it's in long-term care facilities or emergency shelters. Uh, there are people there who are work really hard doing, you know, really important jobs and it's uh, it's tough on them, and uh, they're not necessarily the best paid folks, and they're showing up to work. And if people want to help, Alan, what do we do? How do we do that? Sure. You know what? They can uh, go online uh, to our website at uh, goodshepherdcenters.ca, and there's opportunities to donate that way. Um, they can uh, also call us uh, at uh, Nine zero five five two eight five eight seven seven, and uh, donate that way. Um, 
for the odd person, <laughs> put it in an envelope and uh, mail it in. All right, Alan Whittle has been with us of Good Shepherd, and of course, Good Shepherd uh, stepping up and doing everything they can uh, to help those that need it in our community in this time of COVID-19. And if you can support Good Shepherd or any of the other great facilities like theirs, uh, it would certainly be appreciated right now. Alan, thank you so much for your time. Good luck, and please pass along to all the great people at Good Shepherd. Uh, thank you so much for the help. Uh, people like you in times like this, we can't we can't be thankful enough. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, and everyone stay safe. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.